Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Weeb Weekly Podcast, hosted by Nixie Comedy, I'm Tropical Joe, and Mizu Shogun. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Weeb Weekly. We are coming to you a little bit late, but hey, life comes out of us all pretty fast and we try to adjust. So here we are. Hello, I am followed. <laughs> I'm followed. I am joined by Tropical Joe Jose coming out of Austin. How are we doing, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. Kind of tired. Lots of news, but we're doing good. We are thriving. We got Mizu wearing rings, all 10 of them. Here's the all thing. So I'm. That is my former name. I am a new man. I am the six ringed man. The six ringed man. Hey, he's 60% of the Mandarin. Sung Chi has inspired me to don a new mantle in my life. (laughs) Okay. Let's go. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what today's episode is more or less going to be about. We have a monumental event. Uh, Probably the best Marvel movie in, I'd say, since Endgame, if we're being real. Uh, I was infatuated with this movie, and yes, of course, we are talking about Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I went with my girlfriend, who was born in Guangzhou, China, and she adored it. And it was kind of cool, because like, obviously, like, I, I, to me, it's just a dope movie, you know? Um, but to, to people of Chinese descent and American-born Chinese, Chinese-born Chinese, this is this is the budding of a new superhero genre. You know, it's it's bringing in an entire community into into a, a superhero verse, and and she loved it so much. Half of the movie was in Mandarin. She was like, "They are gonna fucking eat this up in China," and I was like, "You're probably right," and that's probably why they made it. What'd you guys do? What'd you guys? How'd you guys like it? It is it is exactly what I expected it to be. I'm so happy that it uh, broke all expect shattered all expectations and put people in their place because a lot of people were saying, "Oh my God, nobody's gonna see Sung Chung Chi. It's gonna suck." And I'm like, "Bro, this movie yep. is probably the best movie. It's 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 the top. It's it's in the top three for superhero introductions uh, in, yeah. in Marvel. Uh, I think in in my opinion, it, it might be Iron Man one, Black Panther two. Because technically we didn't really get that much in Civil War. Uh, yeah. And, sorry, not in Civil War, Winter Soldier. Uh, so I, I would go Iron Man, Black Panther, and this. So it is It is definitely a must-watch. I like that. Yeah, it is definitely a must-watch. It is. Uh, it has it, it has a compelling story with a villain yeah. that's complex, right? Just like we want our villains in the MCU. It's a complex villain because it's like, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, shit, like, he, he went through so much... Uh, we'll cover we'll cover the, the the spoilery information a little bit later, but uh, mm-hmm. to me it's like as close as you can get to a ten. Uh, I did feel oh, yeah. like at one point during the like the the point where they were like training in Talo, there were some areas that would like it kind of like slowed down near that like almost the climax. I don't know if that's in terms of pacing or in yeah, terms of like pacing, slow pacing, motion. pacing, pacing, gotcha. pacing. Yeah, in yeah. terms of pacing near the uh, Talo area. Where they're like the dad is like, when Wu is trying to to get to uh, the 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 mystical lands and they're like 
trying to get out of the, mm-hmm. the, the the safe house and get to the mystical land. So like that area, the pacing was a little bit weird. So I would say like 9.5 out of 10. How about you, Mizu? Yeah. yeah. I will say this. I already had high expectations for this film and yes. it delivered. I loved every so second of this because one, before I even got into anime as a kid, I watched martial arts films. Mm-hmm. All you know, the classics, Jackie Chan, Donnie Yen. Yep. Um, Jet Li. Basically, overall, I actually grew up watching a lot of Chinese film, mm-hmm. not yeah. just in terms of martial arts, but so you ever seeing seen Kung them, Fu Soccer. What? You seen Kung Fu Soccer? Yes. Kung Fu Soccer, Kung Fu My Hustle. girlfriend's favorite movie of all time. She loves it. Lord. But overall, I thought that how they incorporated all, like all that type of culture, um, basically Hong Kong Chinese cinema mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this film was amazing. I love how it felt like. You know, that mystical wushu Chinese film, like when the certain yeah. scenes like they're they're flying, they're gracefully flying across the room and the elements yeah. and things of that nature. And I definitely agree with them. Um, to me, honestly, I'm actually going to edge out just a tad bit and say that to me, this is the best origin story for a character. I like okay. it. Then, I say Black, then I'll say Black Panther. And mind you guys, and you then know, I am a Black Panther fanboy. Mm-hmm. But I will have to say that this is a better origin story than black panther and then the rest will follow suit and so far this is the best phase four film in my opinion not even close not even close i honestly i agree with you here's saying black panther was incredible and what it accomplished was monumental but at the end of the day the villain was kind of weak uh the story was compelling uh and killmonger's a cool villain um but it's just like if for what it was accomplishing was almost more important than the story itself shang chi was a well-defined well choreographed well-paced like very good movie it had all the subtle like it had a lot of like jokes meant for chinese audiences like when they pull up um to shang chi's sister's uh fighting complex and and um he's uh what's her name kate Katie doesn't speak Chinese, and Ronnie Chang goes, "I speak ABC, American-born Chinese." Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone in the theater laughed. A uh, bunch of a bunch of moments where it was like, "Okay, we're doing like this." Was obviously very clearly like Asian wrote, Asian produced, all these things, um, and it, it did. It had those those fundamental kind of like old schoolian like kung fu moments, like where people like float with their kicks, um, and those slow motion like uh, when when uh, Sun Wu, uh, Shang Chi's dad. Or Sen- Wen Wu? Won? Shen Shen Wu, yeah. Wen uh, Wu. and Wen oh, Wu, yes. Is the dad. Uh and, and his mother are like fighting, but they're dancing. Like that was just it was it was beautifully chore- uh like uh choreographed. choreographed. I'm sure you guys have seen the TikTok of the guy who trained the guy who who did all the, the, the choreographing for the stuff, but mm-hmm. he was really stoked on it. So no, I I loved it. I was super excited, and I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it is the best intro movie of all time. I think there's I think the only movies that I can definitively point at from Marvel that are better than that start with Avengers. And that doesn't include it. That doesn't include Ultron. Ooh. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Like, I don't even know. Actually, no. I, I yeah, I, I, I can't think of a better Marvel movie outside of the Avengers. How about you, Jose? What's the, what's the one movie that, like, is closest to in rank for you? I, I, I actually uh, just did a, finished a draft of, like, my, my top 10 movies in Marvel. Okay. Uh, I have Infinity War number one. Okay, that's fair. Endgame number two. I have Civil War number three. Interesting. Yes. Uh, Iron okay. Man four because of what it what it was for me. Like for me, like it, this is my favorite. Not not what I think is the best, but these are my favorite. Yeah. Number four, Iron Man. Number five, Winter Soldier. Number okay. six, Black Panther. And then we have Chung Chi. 
and then number seven. Sorry, no, no yeah. Seven uh, would be eight, Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah, eight, eight, Ragnarok, nine, Guardians, ten, Spider-Man, Homecoming. I like that. My top ten. And that, that includes, that includes the... Have. Yeah, that's that's the... And, and it changes every once in a while. Like, I just watch a movie and I'm like, bro, this movie is, like, hella underrated. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think, like, those those ten movies encapsulate everything that the MCU is, both from humor to characters to uh, action. Uh, the the thing is, I, I, I saw The Winter Soldier yeah. as, like, a definitive moment. It, it was honestly like a Civil War 1.0. Because like it had so many Avengers too, but like yeah, it, it was it was it it was so character driven that I haven't uh, I haven't seen anything uh, like that surpass it in terms of like a a, a character study movie within Marvel mm-hmm. uh, within Marvel at least. Uh, obviously, like DC has its own uh, things and other franchises do, but yeah. but yeah, this movie is definitely a top ten. It's definitely a top three for solo movies. Uh, and I'm excited because Simu Liu, uh, that, I mean, that man took on literally the CEO of Disney. Like he literally said like to Bob Chapek, no, bro, yeah. we're not an experiment. We're going to freaking kill it. And, and they he's not broke, going anywhere either. They broke, they broke the Labor Day box office record for, 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 for viewership, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. What, what do we know how much money they made in the box office? It was estimated 45 to 60, something like that issue. Okay, okay. Let me see. It's past that now. I believe. Uh, okay. yeah. Labor Day the weekend records with ninety-four million dollars. It's a lot of money in three it's days. A lot of so. Days. So my question then becomes: Is does Shang Chi prove that all the other movies that came out this year just weren't that good? Ah, right. Like that movie. That movie succeeded right in the box office. Black Widow didn't succeed. What What else flopped? What else did we? What else came Suicide out? Squad. We, Suicide Squad. Okay, that. Never mind. I take back my point immediately. That's an issue. That's an issue. Because like that but was like, that was the best DC movie outside of like the Joker and then the the Dark Knight trilogy and, and the then, director cut. And the director cut. Uh but and and, and if, I mean financially it didn't do well. I mean, but like think about it. Shang-Chi and I think uh Soup's uh summarized this best. It mm-hmm. saved movies this year because oh, yeah. we, we think about it this way. We had Three delays for Venom. Yeah, Venom was Venom was supposed to take Mobius's spot in January 2022, and it got pushed up to October 1st because like, of we're, because we're of ge- we're getting Venom in less than a month because of Chung Chi. We're getting uh, Eternals staying in the same uh, slot, and we're possibly get, gonna keep getting Spider Man in December because mm-hmm. of Chung Chi. Like it's 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 such a trailblazing. Uh, What's it? What's it called? Uh, when you do, it's like a pioneering a statement. It's a statement movie. Oh, it's a gotcha. statement movie. That's what that's what I would call it. It's a statement movie for sure. And that's only domestic box office, right? I mean, we haven't even seen what's rolling in oh, from China at this point, right? That's gonna kill over. There. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, China China kept Transformers alive. <laughs> yeah, they so, did. So, so so what are they what are they gonna do with Shang Chi? I I'm mean, fast I, like and furious. I said, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. it do well? So here's over the there? thing. Here's, a, yeah. here's the thing that people don't get oh, anymore. Yeah. Is that it's it's really not about us anymore. We can keep making movies, but what keeps a box, what keeps a movie alive, is overseas, specifically yep. China. China. If China, China exactly. likes it, then it's a good movie. So here's now, I'm not gonna lie D- to the point where oh, I was actually surprised that China lost. Oh, we lost them. Oh, we lost them. Black Panther. I was like, okay, what? Oh, we I lost you, you there lo- for a second. We lost you for a second. But you said China likes Black Panther. You were surprised. You were surprised that they liked it. 
Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised mm-hmm. that China liked Black Panther. So I thought it was going to like flop in in China. Like, uh-huh. okay, there that's not going to do very well in China at yeah. all. But no, it it's, it's to this day it's actually the um the only MCU film or still it's still it's the still highest grossing MCU film still over in, over oh, a billion. Oh yeah, no, I think I think it did more than Endgame. I I think it did. Uh, Here's the thing, which I thought Endgame was going to beat it, but apparently still not. It's still just crazy. Highest ever pre sales too for a movie was Black Panther. Yep. Um, so my, my thing is though, and it, it, it centers on this talking point though, is that Shoshenshi is obviously going to be massive in China. My girlfriend said it to me. She's like, they're going to fucking love this. They're going to eat it up. So my thing is, do you think like now Disney's doing like inclusion by what the market, like the box office sales are going to be like Black Panther? Like, Hey, how about we incorporate? What is it like? Uh, 25% of the American population tell them a story that isn't about like black, like black suffering, like give them, like give them a rallying point. There we go. Now we get pre-sales. And now what's another thing that's a massive, massive grouping. That's going to be Chinese off like, like international sales and box office. Do you think that, that it all motivates what, like what inclusion they're working towards? Funny enough that you mentioned that I was mm-hmm. just reading a bunch of articles and someone, there's a person who we lost well, again who studied all the Marvel films and was looking at uh-huh. it and seeing how, like, in terms of like all different angles from, you know, how people felt about it, like audiences, money and yeah. all that jazz. And he said that um, it would be crazy if they didn't be more inclusive because it's right. the inclusivity and diversity that's actually getting them this money. As you said with Black Panther, Black Panther, had the most pre-sales and yep. even audiences loved it. And to the point they even he actually they did a recent poll and they said that more um audiences want to see more di- Yeah. No, and it makes sense, you know, because like obviously everybody wants to feel represented. Like I said, like I was watching Jane Chi and I was like, this is incredible, but like it didn't mean nearly as much to me as is it would American poor Chinese person or or just any anyone who would chant Chinese industry. Like and an- ancestry is the mm-hmm. word. There we go. There we go. I mean what do you what do you think, Joe? Uh, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm thinking about it. Cause like there, the, the issue, right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, in, in the United States of America, uh, the only thing that rules is the almighty dollar, right? So say it's more places in the U S honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I mean, in terms of entertainment, what rules mm-hmm. is how much money things make right? Cause like these oh, are, yeah. these are, these are studios that, that, that put a lot of assets, uh, and money behind this. And they expect mm-hmm. a positive return, right? That's what I meant by that. Uh, and so, yeah. um, when you have, uh, and I'll use Bob Chapek's quote right here, an experimental movie where you have mm-hmm. like a lot of dialogue in Chinese, which surprised me at the like at the beginning, yeah. like when 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 it started in China, in, in in I think it's can is it can is it Mandarin? I think it's is yeah, it, I said Cantonese, Cantonese or Mandarin. Okay, yeah. So 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 they they literally started <laughs> with the native tongue, and I was like, oh. Did I get it? First of all, did I get into the right theater? Because obviously some some movies are are. You thought it was in Chinese dub? Yeah, no, yeah, because <laughs> because like for example, in in Puerto Rico they have that. So like, there's some movies that are like uh, dubbed in Spanish and then the subtitles are in English. Uh, and then for example, even when we get uh, uh, anime movies, there's three. So like, there's English dub, there's Spanish dub, and then there's Japanese dub. So it's like, what the fuck? Uh, so I I got into the movie and I was like, oh, did I get into the right one? And I was like, wow, they're actually going like they're going all in on the uh, expansion of and 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 exploration of uh, Chinese culture, language, mythology, all of that is being covered in a great way. Uh, and 
it could have it could have flopped. So so mm -hmm. the the idea is what, what this is a roundabout way of saying that Disney specifically has to embrace diversity because of the characters that they're introducing now. Because of the yeah. characters. So for example, America Chavez, if they want to get into Mas Morales, especially if they want to get into the X-Men. Like yeah. you're 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 going into and then and then you're going into the territory of eight like aliens. What do aliens look like? I don't like not nobody yeah. see has seen an alien. So like you yeah. can you can, so can look like whatever the fuck you want. You can use those opportunities to tell diverse stories and mm -hmm. uh, and actually make an impact both socially and commercially. So I would say they have they it, yes it 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 is predicated a little bit on box office success, but it doesn't have to. My thing is, so apparently it is it is Mandarin and not Cantonese. Um, but actually, did you guys know it hasn't been approved for release in China yet because of Ooh. its handling of the culture, the language, the mythology? I don't know. What? Yeah, it's just Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings makes up for flaws in Mulan. It's a Guardian article, and it still hasn't been approved uh, for release in China. I don't know. Maybe it's just because. China's not doing theaters right now. That's a possibility. Either um, that or they're like really strict on which movies can be shown because they don't want it to like be like US prop like a capitalist propaganda or something like that. Like I'll say a, that it is similar to that, but I'll say that they're actually not as like the well, strict. they're strict, but not as strict as you think. Like it's certain yeah, exactly. subjects okay. that yeah. they don't like. Like honestly, that's one of the main reasons why um, you know, everybody was upset at first when the ancient one was played by this white woman. Everybody's okay. just like, why did they do this? Like, that's not how the character is. Well, the one of the main reasons they did that is because um, the original character of the ancient one is played by like a Tibetan monk. And oh, China has a history, a very sore history with Tibet. Yep. And so they changed it to this a Celtic woman instead of this Tibetan man. Mm -hmm. So that's oh. one of the main reasons why the ancient one is a white woman. Wow. I did not know that. That is a, that is a nice peek behind the curtain. Um, and no, so I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it eventually will be will be released. Um, it was incredible, and they deserve to see it as much as anyone. Um, they will absolutely eat that shit up, and I think it does a lot for Chinese culture in terms of showing the duality of you know, like I, I think it does a good job, and this is something that my girlfriend struggles with of showing the duality of like ABC culture, American born Chinese, um, <laughs> and how you can come across that you're not Chinese enough or you're not American enough, and I'm. Sure, Jose, as a Puerto Rican American, you can you can probably speak to these kinds of things. Um, it's just it's you know, oh, your Spanish isn't as good as it is as it would be if you were in Puerto Rico, but your English isn't as good as you were if you were only in America. You know that kind of thing. Um, I think they did a really good job with that, and I think I think it was a rare opportunity in in terms of including a group of people that's massive, and they did a really good job with it. I agree. It is. Uh, it is. It, it. I think another thing that has to be praised is the mm -hmm. style. The style, bro. The court, like, and and specifically yeah, the, the fight, bro. Like the first uh, seven minutes of Mortal Kombat. Exactly. And and on one thing that I wanted to mention that that is really cool is the fact that even the shows have 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 taken these artistic styles and kind of merged them into their own thing. The first thing that came to my mind, I'm not sure if you, I'm I'm pretty sure Mizu's seen this. I don't know if you have seen this, Nick. Have you seen the movie Old Boy? Oh yeah. Okay, bro. That so that corridor scene is widely regarded as one of the best action set pieces just ever only one shot only one shot it's a hallway scene no shaky cam it's full visibility 
everybody like you see like the background people like kind of prepping their their attacks but it's not like mm -hmm. for example in the last jedi where somebody's just like literally fighting themselves and offing themselves yeah. in the and then in, and then one of their daggers disappears from their yeah. hand and so like th this is this is one of the best set uh and, and and acted and choreographed set pieces of all time and i i, I saw heavy influences of that style both in shang chi and in daredevil i remember i remember a moment in daredevil oh, yeah where he literally he's going through literally hallway scene i'm like oh this is old boy bro this is straight no, up was, old boy. it was it was um like not to honor that but it was it was based off that scene that, okay, that scene but, from season two was it, and I then think? yeah and then yeah. the raid also the um, raid is also the same one. choreographer raid oh, is also okay. both of the raid movies are incredible yeah uh but actually since we are talking about it our what if or not our what if um our stack them up for this week is best martial arts movie of all time since we are talking what was an incredible installment into the martial arts sphere shang chi was fantastic well choreographed all of that we are going to be chatting about what is our favorite martial arts movie of all time and as last week's victor thank you very much i was, I was, gonna, I was gonna give you the the little clap <laughs> always works ladies and gentlemen let me see the question. final let me see the final tally let me see the final okay, tally pull it up because i want to uh i got a question for you while you pull that up though yeah. um are we doing let's say hypothetically uh an entire series or can we are we choosing individual movies from series because martial I arts movies have have a, have a habit of going on for many many episodes like many movies uh-huh i would say a, a single installment would be a the single best. In oh i was really hoping we were here because I mean, there, okay. I mean, you could do see. We could do see. It's up to you. I mean, I would say it, it's more important. Like, well, not more important, but like the. I don't know. I just feel like there's certain movies that like caught my eye when you when we first thought of that. Huh. Okay. I. I mean, I'm down for either one because I already know which one I'm picking. Oh shit! You already. You better hope. You better hope it's still there. That's the thing. Ah, see that. See Oof, if, if we're I, doing I, lost I already got lobbies. more. Just in case I, you pick one of them, I got four more. Okay. Oh, so we got he's ready. I, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I grew up watching these movies, so uh, that's fair. That's very fair. We did. Uh, Madara had sixty-eight percent. We were uh, close, so, guys. Yes. Uh, well, not that close. Uh, I mean, not close. I mean, <laughs> I like, we did a lot better than I thought we would. Uh, true. Class. Yeah. True. I got shafted. Uh, the Joker got seventy-seven percent. Yes, and then oh, yeah, Brucey got thirty-two percent. So not Brucey. Brucey. You tried your hardest. Listen, but you, but but having said that, I wanted to say a big big thank you to everybody that voted. Right. Mm -hmm. So in terms of final voting, bro, this is wild. We had over seven thousand votes for the winning one. Yep. So that's a, that's insane. We have we we had four we had fourteen thousand people see it and seven thousand people voted. So fifty percent of the people that saw it. Vote? Like what? Just hit a button. Who looks yeah, and doesn't vote? I know, hit I know, but button. that that's that's a testament to, to to how awesome you guys are. So like the Try both the listeners and my fellow oh, co-hosts. Uh, yeah, we're talking about. I said both. I said both. I just uh, want to be we, awesome. We, we got something special. We got seven thousand people to share their love. So thank you very much, and we 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 will continue going forward with that. So okay. I'm going last, unfortunately. Cool. Thank you all for voting. Yes, very, very much. That's very, very nice of you. I am going to delve into my vote then, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest martial arts movie of all time. If we're talking, or here's the thing. You can go back to Bruce Lee. Of course, he's he's obviously incredible. He fights Chuck Norris. He kills Chuck Norris. That's awesome. You can you can go into comedy buddy cop movies with Chris Rock and, and Jackie Chan, and, and you can have a ton of fun there. But if we're talking pure 
pure martial arts, unadulterated action, beautifully correlated movies. This might lose me this week because there's no English version of it. Ip Man has Ip got Man. to be it. Ip Man with Donnie Yang, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, uh, yep. is the most beautifully core like core. Even here's thing, here's thing. Even if I do lose. First off, there's four of these movies, okay? There's four of these movies. So watch all four. I'm choosing Ip Man 1 because apparently we're not doing a series. But Ip Man 1 is about a man who is in um, Japanese-occupied China. And he, his family, is starving. They can't even afford a bowl of rice. You know how cheap a bowl of rice is? That's how hungry they are. He has a beautiful wife. And he has to keep her hungry. He has to keep her fed. And he has to keep their child fed. But he can't do that with his job. But you know what he can do it with? His fists. And he does exactly that. He fights nine men simultaneously for nine bags of rice. And he walks home with those goddamn bags of rice. It is all about Wing Chun, which is a real martial arts taught primarily to women as a defensive mechanism. So this man uses a defense, he uses a defensive, slept on, kind of, kind of sleepy martial arts style, you would think, right? Until you realize the master of Wing Chun actually trained Bruce Lee. Huh. Weird. Weird how that works. And yes, so Ip Man, Donnie Yen, for four installments. And since I'm only talking Ip Man 1, I won't even talk about the fact that he fights um, Mike Tyson in Ip Man 3 and breaks his hand with his elbow. I won't talk about that. I won't talk about Mike Tyson butchering Chinese as funnily as, as butchering Chinese gets in Ip Man 3. No, just Ip Man 1. Incredible movie. Beautifully choreographed. Donnie Yen is the best to ever do it. Yes, I said that. Donnie Yen is top of the list. And that's what I'll leave you with, Jens. That is very interesting. Actually, one there actually is a dub for it. There's a dub for is it. Is there? I refuse yep. to watch that. <laughs> you won't. And, you um, can't make me. I'm glad you went with the in one installment. Because let's let's not lie to ourselves and act like It Man 2 was just a ripoff of Rocky. No. Nope, Rocky, yeah. What was it? Rocky 3? Rocky, Rocky 4? <laughs> I was like, verbatim. Maybe not the beginning, but verbatim. Mm-hmm. The rest of the... I was like... Yeah, this is just fight a boxer. He fights a huh? boxer, right? He fights a boxer yep. in the second he fights one. A boxer. Yep. Mm-hmm. The third All the same one. Story beats happen. And and the third one, he fights the military, or is that the fourth one? He fights the military. There's, there's actually a lot of like. There's actually a lot of Ip Man movies. Ever since that first yeah. one came out, there's just been a shit ton of yeah of Ip Man. This one called The Legend of Ip Man, where he's like a young man when we see him become Ip Man. Now he. Yep. There's one it, like you're talking about. There's one where he's like an thing. older man. Yeah. And funny enough. To tie this in with Shang-Chi, um, our wonderful bad guy we know as Win Wu, the actor, um, uh-huh. Tony, how you say, Tony Lung? Tony Lung or Tony Lin? Yeah, I think so. He actually played it, man in one of those movies. Yes, he did. It, when it, I think he was the older version of it, man. He played yes. one of the older versions of him. Yes. And at uh, that and time, he, he never did. knew martial arts. He learned martial really? arts during that movie. Wow, what a great movie. Right. Great, also, Ip Man's a real person. It's, it's based off a real person telling yes, a real story. That is true. But does it lose its mind a little bit? Yes, absolutely. But so did Rocky. There's like seven Rocky movies, okay? So so I cannot be held to this higher level, this higher level of, of prejudice. But yes, incredible movie. Thank you for the for the background. For the for the for the background information. Misu, that's very nice of you. I guess, ladies and gentlemen, he's not lying. He did he did grow up watching these movies. And since Mizu got second place. With Madara, the floor is yours, sir. So I'll give you that. Ip Man was actually one of my choices. It was one of my four. I said that was a good one. However, Donnie Yen is, he's really good. But there's also another person who 
is kind of slept on a little bit. Not slept on, but he is the one to also do it. He's not the clown no. prince like uh, Jackie Chan. Uh, he is not the legendary Bruce Lee, but <laughs> this man is a Lee nonetheless, and that is Jet Lee Jet in Lee. the movie Fearless. So oh. what is Fearless? Fearless yep. is about a legendary real, also real person mm -hmm. who was known to be one of the best martial artists in all of China. So good, in fact, that he has never lost a fight in his life. Never. Okay. So good, in fact, that we see him in the movie fight different people from around the world. He fights an American who deals mm -hmm. in both boxing and wrestling. He uses the combination. Mind you, both of those things together, realistically, is actually terrifying. He was pretty much doing mixed martial arts in the um in the past. And we mm -hmm. see Jet Li destroy this man. We see him fight all these other people. He was well-renowned across his town, so much so that some people were envious of him. And guess okay. what happened? You know when people get envious and want to take this man down the peg? Come for the they throat. kill his wife and child. Why is it always the wife and child, and guess bro? guess who does it? It's one of the servants in his whole entire chamber and compound mm -hmm. but he loses his way he goes cynical he loses all what he naturally knew and he goes to the countryside he relearns how to be a well martial artist because before he was you know strict kind of like shang chi he he was all structure and fearsome mm -hmm. and then later he learns how to be calm you know how how in the movie he he opened his hand he he learned yeah, he, he, un he uncurls the fingers got you <laughs> And um, he learns from a blind woman, a blind woman that changes his life. But again, guess who shows up to be um, involved in it? Japan. Japan wants to get in this game of saying, that, okay, Japan, this guy dude. is the, the best. We're going to get this legendary Japanese martial artist to go fight him. So they fight. But guess what? The man, because, you know, Japan and this one man who's all about, you know, Western, he's obsessed with Western civilization oh, and wants okay. to be yeah there's one of the people in charge of it McCarthy and economics worked pretty much and he was just like no I don't want him to lose I'm I'm putting a lot of bets on this guy so before they even got the fight started he poisons our man Jet Li oh the the pulls a gladiator yes he poisons him and he has to fight this man while poisoned and he gives it all he got one of the oh, best scenes ever he's fighting and he's fighting for his life while also fighting this man. And the coolest thing ever is that the Japanese martial artist himself was noticing that. And he was just mm -hmm. like, wow, you are literally about to die and you're still fighting me with all you got. And he's literally about to pass out. And before he could do anything, he's about to lose the fight. The Japanese martial artist picks him up and the Japanese martial artist gives up the fight, making wow. him dying undefeated throughout his life. Oh, he dies. He dies. And another, another thing that makes it so poetic is that he doesn't, it's not something he gets better. He dies at the end of the film. God damn. I haven't seen this. I gotta look into this. <laughs> this looks good. To, yeah, it is amazing. To, like, to this day, it's one of his best films, one of the best martial arts films that Jet Li has ever done. And it was a staple for a while. And he even inspired another little Kung Fu movie that we all know for Americans, um, Kung Fu Panda. Are you telling yeah. me Poe dies? No. Tell me how being fearless and also known one. as like a dragon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's go. So I would say that film, Fearless by Jet Li, is definitely one of the best martial arts films ever made. Hell yeah, dude. All right, cool. All right, Fearless and Ip Man. Ip Man. What do you have to beat that, Jose? Huh? Is it Bruce? Is it another shark? 
Uh, no, it's Le- it's Leia. Uh, since Nick start decided to pander last time, I'm gonna pander this time. I swear to fuck if you say Kung Fu Panda. No, I was gonna, I was gonna swear. Uh, up. This is one of the first one of the fr- thankfully this is one of the first uh, martial arts movies that I saw. I vividly remember the first time I saw it because I saw it after uh, one of my family friends when I was like what eight years old showed me uh, a VHS. Um, release of the 1950s Godzilla. I saw these back to back. So okay. I had I had a lot of uh, he had a lot of VH t- VHS tapes that had lots of movies on them. Like uh so, so sorry whoever used to regulate VHS tapes but he had a lot of movies there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. After They're after us. After finishing Godzilla, I had the pleasure of seeing uh, a little movie from the 70s uh called Enter the Dragon. Oh, okay. I, I, I saw a little movie a from one. the seventies uh, called "Enter the Dragon," uh, and 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 funnily enough, it was the beginning of my journey. This is what you consider pandering, bro. The bro. movie from the seventies. I mean, "Enter the Dragon" is a very bro, uh, it's, "Enter it's, the Dragon" I mean, is probably. I mean, bes- besides the way of the dragon, it's it's it is Bruce Lee's quintessential film. Honestly, like okay, in terms of popular culture. Uh, okay. Like the, the the fight against Han and having him like just mm-hmm. ru- like rag it up is is literally like the, the what what you see the when claw you think marks of, on his yeah, head yeah when, when you yep, that's a very when you, iconic when you think when you think of Bruce Lee that's what you see and then and, and funnily enough that was I think that was the last movie that he made before he died and and really and, or or one of the last that that was released that was released at least yeah uh it borrows heavily from uh, the James Bond franchise. Uh, so aesthetically, it's like it's got a mix of obviously uh, the, the traditional uh, martial arts tropes uh, that even, that Bruce Lee helped also elevate into like the new the new wave, right? Because we had earlier martial arts films, but he he transcended all of mm-hmm. that. Uh, he also out he he outshines his other co-stars. So you had Jim Kelly and John Saxton, which were big actors at the time. Yes, uh, yes, and he, he out he outshines. The, yeah, he outshines both of them, and like clearly, like the the, as, the thing is, when you get those close up shots of just like Bruce Lee just like squinting and just getting ready uh, yeah. to fucking fight, I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, so somebody's <laughs> ending up on a stretcher, bro. Uh. So, so, uh, and and funnily enough, I had to check it because I knew something about it. Uh, in two thousand and four, it was selected for preservation by the U.S. National Film Registry. Uh, it's at the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. So Wait, we do that. That's a thing yeah. we do. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing. When, uh, yep. When a movie is like very quintessential in terms of culture, culture. and like it, they put it in a museum. Like, oh yeah, this is a gold standard for like if something happened to like us, this is what we would say. This is American yeah. cinema. Oh yeah, and and not, like not only that. There's, there's movies. I think. I think. Well. There was a there was a spacecraft that was sent uh, into space, the the mm-hmm. famous gold disc, uh, mm-hmm. okay. that that had um, music, film, uh, and, and other culturally important aspects of humankind. So like the, the reasoning was like, as soon as you send it out into the vast nothingness of space, if something is able to uh, uh, catch this or or interpret the information that's on this golden disc, that's what humanity is represented by. Did we did we send like a TV with that like a VHS no, cart? No, no, no. Just, it was just the golden disc. It was just yeah, assholes yeah, it that we shot a disc into the sky and be like yeah. aliens, figure it out. God, 
That must uh, have cost I will, I'll, 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 Yeah, it's the Voyager message. That's what it's called. It's a phonograph record. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. And Enter the Dragon was on there. No, no, but oh. but I'm saying but I'm saying that that's the level of like so that that's a parallel between like the the registry and that like it's it's gotcha. meant to preserve uh culturally important cinema uh, or and, and just work, works of art in general and I think this movie being in there is a testament to the fact that Bruce Lee changed not only martial arts uh how martial arts is perceived it inspired mm -hmm. an entire generation. To, to to become involved in martial arts uh even more so than the karate kid which is another movie that people mm -hmm. like uh, also often cite as being like the inspiration for people getting into martial mm -hmm. arts i think bruce lee did more uh and and also it's it's quite simply almost like perfect besides enter the, like uh the way of the dragon which has obviously the iconic uh <laughs> bruce lee and chuck norris fight this movie yeah. i would say is even better so, I mean, Enter the Dragon's my pick. There's there's nothing else okay. I can say. I, and I will say this. like, It is the one film that like, basically all our tournament art, all the tournament arts you see in a anime. lot of movies and TV shows today, yeah. and even anime, all come from that movie. No oh, yeah. other. You go back in, you go back before that, no one has done a tournament art ever like they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think Baki, that's pretty cool. Kengan Ashura, like Hunter Hunter's tournament arc, like all of those things, like pay homage to to way of the dragon or no enter the dragon way of the dragon and, right so it's it's in it's enter the dragon the way of the dragon and well technically return of the dragon is like uh another way of saying one but yeah that's the one that like that's the last one that bruce lee did was the way so enter he, the dragon. he still did some filming for um the game of death oh okay the game of death was another one i was going to choose but um that that one was also pretty good but that, he still had some little appearances there but of course, like at that time, he died, and someone did like a stunt double for him. I mean, yeah. bro, Bruce Lee. Bruce, I'm, I'm, I'm watching a, a highlight clip of that fight, and I get goosebumps because it's just like the way that he just stands and like he, like it's so mm -hmm. subtle. It's so subtle his movements. And um, I was actually gonna go with a Jackie Chan film, but I was like, bro, like Jackie Chan ruled the '80s, but this was the precursor yeah. to that, right? So like, mm -hmm. he ruled the '90s too. Yeah, he had the like the drunk the Legend of the Drunken Master, Drunken Master Two is yeah. his best film. Police Story is what mm -hmm. I think it was his first big one. That like I bro, I think I saw in a documentary he actually did a stunt where he he literally fell down like a, a couple flights of 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 of, of uh, not stairs, just like in a in a freaking uh, mall in a mall. Like if oh. he and he he did his own stunt. So if he would have fallen off of one of the chandeliers that he's using as like a a set piece mm -hmm. he he's literally plunging 40 feet to his death because there was no yeah. there was no uh padding like that could stop a 40 foot fall <laughs> on your ass like no well, so it's, it's kind of funny he was on like ridiculousness or something dumb like that once um and he was like he was like looking at these people doing parkour and he was like if he was like telling like he was predicting how it was going to end yeah. every single time he was right Every single time it was right. And I was like, this he dude does that. not miss. So three different movies from three different generations with three different main leads. Oh my goodness. What a spread we got. So just to, just to, to solidify it, we have Ip Man, we have Fearless, and we have Way of the Dragon. No, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. You guys can find that on Jose's Instagram in his stories. You want to give her a plug? Yeah, uh, it's going to be I'm Tropical Joe. I'll give a plug near the end of the podcast, but that is where you can find the stories where we will capture your vote and find the winner. And speaking of winners, mm -hmm. all 
Marvel fans are winning at this point because we okay. also have to talk about what if. Okay. What Good. if? I like it. I like it. I give it a what? B plus. B plus. Segue. B plus. B plus. I yeah. love it. I love it. So so we had episode number four of the What If show, and holy hell, yes. pun 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 intended. Was it great? Was it amazing? Spectacular. It was a lot of fun. And especially very, very strange. Uh, of course, of course, we're talking about the Doctor Strange episode. I want to get your first impressions. I got a lot of opinions on this. Let me know what you guys thought of it. Mizu, I, I'm actually going to cede the floor to you first. I don't know. I know I usually jump right on these things, but I, I think I need to collect my thoughts on this one, honestly. I have a controversial thing to say. Mm. <gasps> no. We love controversy. I... I like, like this episode more than I actually like the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, That's fair. okay. I thought you were going to say fair. more than you like the that controversial. Granted, I will say this. Granted, I will say that little asterisk to this is that it is animated. Sure, gotcha. you can make that argument. But at the same time, I felt like this felt more magic-like than the movie mm -hmm. did. Yes. Like, yeah. granted, like they had their magical parts in it, but it just felt... What's, what's the word? It felt too technical it felt too mm -hmm. technical it felt too like it didn't feel free like it wasn't like the endless possibilities that they could do and it showed off the possibilities that they can do in the yeah. what if like granted like i said it's it is animated but i'm not gonna lie after what we've been seeing especially after you know seeing shang chi and all the stuff that they can pull off mm -hmm. it is possible it is possible they can pull off these um some of these magical feats yeah and i just love like the, the magic and like the the mysticism was there. I love the, what's it called? The the library of Cagliostro. I thought that yes. was kind of cool. I love that they were building the world building on that. And like I said, some people don't notice this, but like they said, the what if is going to introduce us to possible new characters that can possibly show up into future installments in lo new locations. This okay. is a possible new location that maybe our main Doctor Strange might find. And um, shout out to, uh, what's his name? Oban? Oben? The dude Oban, who was the, the guardian, the, the black guy, oh, the guardian yeah, the black dude of the yeah, yeah. Um, Cagliostro, who was in charge mm -hmm. of that, that. Some people theorize that he was actually Cagliostro because in the comic books, Cagliostro that's had two names. He had his yeah, real name Cagliostro, and he had his um, alias Oban. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, but um, yeah, I mean but, that makes um, a lot of sense. I, is, I could absolutely see that. I think they want more more softer of him. Mm -hmm. Yep, I think they want a more softer version of him. In this, because um, because I guess in the comics he's a little bit more like dark. Oh, but um, I thought that was kind of cool. But overall, I love this episode. I love how we saw how he how we saw um Doctor Strange become dark, at least the dark Doctor Strange. That whole scene where he's absorbing these creatures, Starts I just love like how they gnome, did that. I thought that the was cockroach. So cool. Yes, yeah. yes, I love that. I love that. And then um, first of all, another one I want to say is um. Shout out to the watcher a little bit. I, I it kind of it kind of freaked hey, me out mm -hmm. that he that got was sick. Like he was talking, like he was like going back and forth, and I'm like, wait, you can see him? Yeah. Well, I guess like only Doctor Strange in his like ascended state could see him, right? Like well, otherwise, yeah, he did become powerful enough to you know destroy his own universe. So yeah. And, and so, so actually, I mean, I guess, I guess, I, I do want to run off your point there, where I, I think, yes, I think it did a much better job flushing out the magic that comes along. And I'm sure as we continue on with Doctor Strange stories, we will see more, like you know, strange, strange oh. magic. 
but it definitely with the, with the, with what we have from Doctor Strange right now, it's more about you know opening the the sling rings and and teleporting essentially. But this this was like establishing what was it called? Her death uh, was a like a the true point what? or something. Oh no, what? Christine, Christine, Christine. Absolute point. It's an absolute absolute point. point. Mm-hmm. And like you can't adjust that because without that, he would he wouldn't have become you know the the he was the sorcerer the, supreme. So Sorcerer Supreme, which is already like, is he Sorcerer Supreme in the MCU right now? Because isn't Sorcerer Supreme like the strongest version of of Doctor Strange? Technically, um, technically yes. But then again, um, Kevin Feige did confirm that he is Sorcerer Supreme. So it's not like he he is the Sorcerer Supreme. There's not a gotcha. thing that he has yet. To, he's the defender. You know, he's the defender of the 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 Eye of Agamotto. So he technically okay. has to the Sorcerer, Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it, I thought it was really cool, yeah, how they fleshed out the magic um, and making him go into that loop, watching him, like, the split of his loss of sanity. But so he wiped the whole universe, right? Or is it just Oh, Earth? yeah, it was the entire universe. So uh, just to give you my opinions uh, as well, I... So, okay, I think the... the to, to just to go over Mizu's point, I think the Doctor Strange movie aesthetically had a lot to... Like, it, 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 complete, it was very in my opinion, uh, influential in terms of uh, visual aesthetics uh, and, and and introducing the cosmic aspect of Marvel very early. I think Doctor Strange did that. But I would agree that this 30-minute this, this episode adds so much depth and layers of context into Doctor Strange. Because uh, yeah. even even uh, one of our friends, uh, for our our fellow TikTok friends, uh, Jay Stubes, she 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 mentions that like Doctor Strange is a pretty much an asshole in the first movie. Like he's just he's oh, yeah. literally every everything that he does is based off. Oh, I'm Doctor Strange. I can do it. Like I'm Stephen Strange. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Like even through his injury, it's not a point of reflection. It's a point of uh, ego. I can, uh, yeah, I'm ego. Better than it. Yeah. It's it's a question of ego, and this version of Doctor Strange is so uh, dependent on his love for Christine that he's willing to sacrifice himself as as a human being, as a sorcerer, and just like the, the fate of the universe itself in general, just to get a mm-hmm. moment with her again. Uh, dude, yeah. he torments himself nightly with the eye of agamotto trying to go back and trying to reverse it like that that memento or a uh, style like or or groundhog day style uh living choice, the same day over living over the day over, over and again that just hit me really deep because i was like wow how far are we willing to go to let the ones to, we love to, yeah and and then to let go of grief which is also a theme that we covered in wandavision mm-hmm. uh and, and and i think this is probably story-wise right the best episode uh it it, it, go, it goes gradually up in up in up in value because it was for, for for example i would say that the black panther episode had a lot right in terms mm-hmm. of the cosmic because obviously it changed everything because thanos didn't go through endgame and then you had ego the living planet recruiting his his, his son so that's like cosmically causes a lot but yeah we see one man without the infinity stones destroy a collapse an entire universe recognize as a uh 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 what's it called a nexus being he, yep. he 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 sensed the watcher before he got to supreme strange or or whatever it's called this version. well i mean like kind of while he was getting to supreme yeah. strange yeah. yeah but like he he knew that something some version of some some entity was watching over him right Mm-hmm. And that's that's that was that was unheard of at this point at this point by some somebody else. So I I love this episode. 
it's a much darker turn, right? In in terms of the the lore, the the, the darkest of turns is going to happen uh, yeah. <laughs> at two a.m. <laughs> two a.m. Eastern uh, tonight because oh, uh, with the, we're with getting the, okay, Marvel yeah, zombies. So, so, so let's talk about it. Let let's get into it. So wait, also is the Watcher black? I don't. Uh, know. Yeah, this version, yes. It's okay. Uh, I'll say the, the voice actor. Love that. Love the that. Voice it's it's Jeffrey Wright. He is the uh, he is uh, no he is. I think he won an Emmy for his portrayal of Bernard in Westworld, but he, he oh, is, he's a guy. great, yeah, he's a great actor. Him. He's a great actor. He's also he's like, actor. if I was going to elect one person to be the watcher, it would be him. Cause I oh, just yeah. love his, sto- I love his stoicness. So, so that is what we are getting next week. We are getting zombie hunter, Spider-Man, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. And the, and the Marvel zombies. So what 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 are we looking at here? What is that? What does that mean for us? Just Do from you know? the I don't know Mizu. I, so so Marvel Zombies for context is just a limited issue series from like 2005 mm-hmm. or 2006, whatever. Okay. Uh, I I remember seeing it at the comic book store once and being so scared of reading it that I did not. You're like read nope it. nope I'm avoiding uh, that like the plague. I'm avoiding that. Uh, I'm avoiding that. So so it did come out in 2006. Some people, mm-hmm. from what I've heard, it was controversial. I was just like, what? Why the fuck do we even have this? Uh, yeah. But like the the storyline is pretty cool. So at least from the teaser that we got from Marvel, mm-hmm. basically at one point, uh, what is it? It's I I I I want to get the line from the trailer. So if I go to uh Marvel Studio Marvel Studios Instagram, uh-huh. they they put out they put out a teaser uh of the of the what if show, right? Yeah. And uh it says he warned oh okay, yeah. So so once once uh there was a narrow escape, right? Uh in a narrow escape from Thanos the bra- the br- the Bifrost transported Bruce Banner home to Earth. So this is right at the beginning of Endgame. Okay. Or, or no, right at the beginning of Infinity War. This is right at uh-huh. the beginning of Infinity War. And then uh, he's supposed to warn the Avengers of the incoming threat of the Mad Titan. And gotcha. then the uh, the the text is deleted, and it says the world that he returned to was never like was was unrecognizable. And apparently, so is it an alternate Earth? So, so, so I think what it, what it's meant to say is that like by the time that the Bifrost sends Bruce Banner to Earth, mm-hmm. there's a zombie outbreak. Shit! And so all the Avengers are zombified, and Spider Man's the only one left, right? I believe so. Uh, Mizu, did you read the original uh, Marvel Zombies comic line? A little bit, and the part I'm already confused at the gate with is Spider Man mm-hmm. being a the the zombie hunter because in the comics he became a zombie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if they might still do that. Who who knows? This this episode might end like how it did when Doctor Strange it go can go dark. Who knows? Yeah. But um in the comics, Spider-Man became a zombie. Like literally the vast majority of um the vast majority of the Avengers and a lot of heroes that we knew became zombies, mm-hmm. with the exception of I think was it Bucky, which I saw kind of in previous trailers that he didn't seem like he was a zombie either. Uh-huh. Bucky, Black Panther, um uh-huh. In, like, Is trying to think again. Hawkeye. Well, it. it uh, I'm trying to think. Hawkeye and there's like a another person. There's like a handful of heroes left during the zombie outbreak. Yeah. Okay. And um, eventually, I think two of them do become zombies at the end of it. But like, yeah, there's there's not a lot of people around. But yeah, I think I'm wondering how they're gonna do this. And you say like Spider Man's gonna be one of like I guess the zombie hunter. So I wonder how that's gonna work. And with the whole thing you said with Chadwick, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. And it said that Chadwick on his um official filmography, filmography that he mm-hmm. voices 
um, his character four times as oh, four shit. different episodes. So we're going to get him oh, yeah. three more times after this. I don't know what That's episodes, awesome. but yeah, he's going to be in it a little bit more. You mean Doctor Strange or Spider-Man? No, Chadwick. Chadwick. Oh, Chadwick. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. My bad. Okay, also, guys, we missed something, and I'm just now realizing it. Why the fuck was Bruce Banner not Professor Hulk in the end scene of Shang-Chi? That's uh, that's another big thing that people. Oh, we didn't cover the end credit scene. So shit. So we got we the got end credit scenes flop. weren't that. Like it was just them being like, "Hey, welcome to the Avengers," essentially. But like, what well, was, well, she, Ling, the, um, she Ling is like the the ruler of the Ten Rings. Now, I was gonna so. say, yeah, she's in charge of Ten Rings, and then you also got the fact that I guess the Ten Rings have some type of beacon in it, and they have no idea where this beacon is, like who Came the beacon from. is sending it to, and it's coming from. So that's interesting. Do you think that's the Secret uh, Wars? You think that's a Secret Wars thing? Like it's Cree technology, I, they'll try and do that. I think it might have to do with Secret War. Some people are saying Secret War. Some people are saying possibly Eternals. Hmm. That'd be cool. Um, maybe that's the one of the maybe the reasons why uh, we don't. Well, I mean, we don't know. We don't know what okay. that's supposed to mean. But uh, we we're gonna find out. I guess. Okay. The, all I picked the, up the, the ten rings like, are alien in nature. Yeah. Yeah. All I picked up was like he's no longer big and green. I was like, I, I was like, what, what's yeah. what's what's going on here? Maybe. What 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 I saw from like doing a lot of just like <laughs> Reddit diving, yeah, web sleuthing. Yep. Uh, he is wearing a regulator on his arm, so maybe he he now he's back to the Incredible Hulk days where he has to regulate like his heart rate or something like that. Oh. Uh, the the other the other thing that 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 um the that people uh, have been referencing is the fact that during Endgame, uh, the Hulk and uh banner had an agreement right they 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 set aside mm -hmm. their differences but uh it uh, that could have been corrupted by the time that hulk snapped to bring the population back yeah. so like all that gamma radiation released from that may may have like made the hulk mad i guess for being exposed to that and just like he he starts hating bruce again so there's like the separation again oh, uh, and i mean i mean they they've 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 been separated uh, they've been they've separated like they've they've shared a body they've they've been split a uh, 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 split together asunder yeah, yeah split asunder multiple times in the comics so like it makes like the the Hulk is like a love hate with Bruce so oh yeah I I, I fully expect them to be like yo the Hulk just doesn't like you anymore or like you have to <laughs> fight with the Hulk so I'm sorry like, oh, bro okay he's, but... he's mad <laughs> well actually speaking of splitting asunder me and Mizu have a Big episode of MHA to talk about, and this is probably one of my best segues because this video or this episode mm -hmm. was all about our boy twice. Okay, we got what is now I can say definitively. Go ahead. Um, I can say definitively is the strongest quirk in the show. Twice now that he has. Uh, so essentially, what happened was so twice is 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 like he goes to Toga's side. Uh, and he's trying to help her because Toga wrapped him up when he was when he was exposed, essentially. Um, and he gets his arms broken, which makes him realize that he is the real guy. Because if his if his clones endure an X amount of damage, like shattered clones, they'll disappear, right? So did that make him sane again? Ah, uh, to a point. It, I mean, it it put mm -hmm. him a little bit together, but he's he's still a shattered mirror. Yeah, he's still. He just they put some polar. glue on the mirror a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's still broken. So, so now he can infinitely clone himself, and his clones can make clones. Um, and 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 there's no limit to it of what we've seen. He made almost a hundred thousand of them, and he can make clones of people, and they have their quirk too. Has he always had that? Was I spacing that? 
No, he he's always had it against. I mean, since you're watching Black Clover, he's kind of like um, what's his name? Charming. Oh, uh, huh? Not charming. Ghost. Not charming. Um, the 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 dude with the sister obsession. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. How Sweet you know when Alabama. he. <laughs> how he has his, you know, his glass eye, and when he activates it, it makes copies True of a person. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of okay. similar to that in a way. Shit. But that's the thing. Like he can now do infinite clones, and if he has enough data about a person, he can make that person and their quirk. He made. He made a um. Who the crusty lips? Why am I spacing his name? Shigaraki. Shigaraki. He made a Shigaraki clone that was able to bang with Redestro. Re- re- like. Like he he could have made six of those. He made Dobby. He made he made everyone. Like that is that he could make an All Might if he knew enough about him. Yeah, like that's insane. That's absolutely like you no. Know I feel like we are talking about enough. Like how hilariously broken that is. The part that's so funny and and I won't say funny, but it's kind of alarming. You would say is that it's so cool that we're seeing all these villains and we're seeing them getting their power ups in a way. But mm-hmm. it's also you got to remember, like they're the bad guys. They're, they're the like, bad oh, guys. Crap. They're yeah. the bad guys, and they're getting these power-ups. Yep. But what's crazy is here I am rooting for them. Like, here I am, yes. like, like like Toga murders 40 people, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking go. Like, I see, like, like twice, like, wraps himself up. He can now do infinite clones. Like, like I'm not thinking about the long-term repercussions of, like, oh, this is going to be a problem for the heroes. Because that is going to be a problem for the heroes. The Meta Liberation Army is 110,000 people in one city. Also, Gigamanti Mechia, or whatever his name, is also on his way there to go fight Redestro, whose ability is what? Partial expansion jutsu? <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, is that his name? The Long the long Nose. Redestro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Redestro. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Um... Reed Destro's a quirk yeah. is very interesting. And like I said it before, once you find out what it actually what it is, you'll be like, oh yeah, so relatable. I'm not gonna lie. If if I was in the world, I would want his quirk because it I would have I would be amazing with his quirk. Okay. So you're gonna find like out the next episode thing? Okay. Possibly. Possibly mm-hmm. the next episode thing. Or they might, it depends on how they stretch it out. If they stretch it out okay. too long, it might be the following episode, but it should be coming around. We see the, the pace is clicking, though. The pace is going. Yes, it is like we got twice his backstory, which was devastatingly sad. Um, like he's just a guy who got in a bad situation and just, it rolled until until his personality split. Essentially, I mean, and if I'm being real, watching myself kill myself would also make me go probably insane. Like he is like he is relatively like he's relatively like relatable if we're being real and it was a really cool episode for them and i think it's i mean it's probably ggs on the legal on the league of villains right like no way no way they pull i mean i i'm not the league of villains on the on the metal liberation army like i never thought that they were gonna win obviously the league of villains are the big bad but like at the end of the day like i don't even know if a giant giant mecca or whatever his name is the big dude is gonna even get there because because shigaraki is a deleting entire buildings i don't remember him having that scale either like, oh yeah that's his it- power up you know, and it gets it gets uh, uh, it gets progressively worse. I could only imagine. So that's the thing. So now, now it's just they're doing such a good job of like making people who you wouldn't traditionally root for be people who you are root. Like, and it almost makes me sad because they're gonna lose. You know, it's hero's journey. Um, but like, it makes you sad because you're like, damn, I almost don't want them to. Like, I now I'm rooting for twice in Toga. Do you think? Do you think are that's they gonna lose? The, I. I, you, it's anime. The only time sure I can, I'm trying to think of one time the villain has won an anime. Well, I, I mean, it's anime. Here's the thing: anime is a little bit more, I'll say, diverse savage. in savagery compared to the Western world. Okay. So, 
I mean, if you have, I mean, look at Devil Man Crybaby. Have you ever Devil seen Devil Man Crybaby? Is the is the definitive answer? Yep, yep. God, so I'm just saying, like, that's so fucked up. So I'm just saying, they're who say they lost yet? Uh, all right, so don't write off the League of Villains is what you're telling me. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh, baby, indeed. All right, so since we're talking League of Villains, since we're talking MAJ, where you at, homie? I just finished another arc, baby. Oh, I am. Criminal? I I am officially. What is it? I am officially. You should wait be on season five. For it, I am officially only eight episodes away from season five, so I will catch up to you guys. Wait, so, so you, you already Gento seen the Gentle Criminal arc? No, I saw the Shie Hasai guy arc, uh, yeah. which was fifteen was episodes. Episode. Uh, yes. I saw the Remedial Course arc. So, oh, uh, yeah. Bakugo so, and Todoroki. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I, I saw that, and now I'm going into the UA Festival arc. All right, uh, yeah. And the Gentle Pro Criminal. Hero arc. Okay, yeah. To me, I, I know an that. underrated villain that people talk too much shit about. Too much Gentle shit on Criminal. Gentle Criminal. Too much <laughs> shit on Gentle. I'm absolutely there with you. He was a good bad guy. Okay. He was interesting. He's new. He's refreshing. Wait, let him, wait, let him get there. But he's, I haven't he's, met him you're, yet. You're going to be at yet. first lukewarm to him, but he's going to grow on you. Am I going to be more lukewarm than I am with Bakugo still in season yeah. four? Oh, you're going <laughs> to love Gentle Criminal in his, okay. his backstory. Okay, I yeah. at least liked him. Okay, but, he's good. But, he's good. But, a lot of people hate it on. They're like filler villain, but like I, I liked him a lot personally. But here's the thing: it's not filler. It's a, actually a part of the manga. It's 100 can. It's 100 yep. can. Everybody keeps saying, "Oh, this is a filler." It's see, at first it's going to seem like filler because of the premise, but it is a canon part of the story. Okay, yep. bet. Love to yeah, see and the it. Pacing, see and it. the pacing's good too. That's the thing. The people that go oh, structured it out. No, pacing's totally fine. Um, so you did watch the remedial course arc, so you spent a lot of time with Bakugo. I'm assuming your, yeah. your opinions are the same. Uh, not, not really changed that much. I mean, yeah. I, I, I like him. I, I, I mean, I like him a little bit you, you more. What? I like him you a little bit now? more. I like him a Don't little bit more. switch up on me now. I but noticed still, that you didn't call him Triple B yet. He's not, oh. he's not, he, he is still baby back bitch, Bakugo. Okay. Though. He is, he is still, he is, the, the thing is, you have four seasons of BS you're trying to rip, like uh erase in three episodes like i know so uh i was surprised by endeavor those like those four words i'm proud of you kind of wild that you didn't uh, get no prominence burn is the last episode of season four okay no you didn't get prominence burn yet no i but i, w I was surprised so it was after the the arc right after they like uh shoto and uh what's it called the whirlwind guy did like the whole mm -hmm. ice slide uh that yeah. whole thing which was fire uh, no pun intended with Endeavor, but oops. uh, but yeah, he like You're he actually that. he actually goes to Shoto and says that, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I, is is the advice that All Might gave him did it, did it sink in super quickly? I'm like, what the fuck? So I I I like the fact that they're adding layers to characters that previously were just uh, like annoying, right? Because Endeavor is just uh salty because he's not the number one hero. He never got the mm -hmm. chance to beat All Might. And then Bakugo is salty because everything around him is salty, according to him. Uh yeah. so so I, I really like this. I really like this this uh transition because I know this is just a transition arc while we get to the new one. Uh kind of got that sort figured of, yeah. out. Kind of got that figured out with, with MHA by this point. Uh, that's uh, always the worst. Yeah. So uh I'm at the point where I'm starting the UA school festival, which is it the same thing as the sports festival? 
No. no. So it's like the sports festival was like, show how good you can throw this ball. Or like, uh-huh. show how good you can fight. This is like, you know, the, it, I, I, you don't watch a ton of anime, but like, if you watch Slice of Life anime, it's like, we have to make a cafe to like, uh, it's okay. like the end of the year thing. Uh, or we have to do a performance, that kind of thing. It's more okay. fun uh, than it is, you know, it Olympic is a lot level. Of fun. Okay, bet. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like that. Uh, There's also a lot of good character building for side characters in it. It's great. Oh, I, I love me arc. some. I love me some side characters. It is a good arc. Y'all need people to chill out with the, with the, so yeah, exactly. chill out with the hate. Me and Mizu just like working ourselves into a sweat over here over the gentle criminal arc. Just like it's good, it's good. Uh, but yes, no, stoked for you, stoked for you for making a little progress. Um, now you and me have something to talk about, and that is the new Witcher movie. Also, Tale also- of the Wolf. Which was a nice little guys. Um, I, for those of you who don't know, listen. I may not. I may not bring the most Marvel uh, knowledge to the table, uh, or Star Wars novel the uh, knowledge to the table. But when it comes to the Witcher, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, he's my, my bread shit. and butter. My that is my butter. exactly. I am. I, I am good at it. I know how to play the games. I read the books. All of those kinds of things. And this was so much fun. Which is weird because first off, I think it was animated by people who did Castlevania. Um, because it was fucking gory. Oh my goodness! That first scene where the nobleman just gets a, a root through the mouth. Oh yeah, like that was it bad. opened up with that, and I was like, oh okay, so this is what we're doing. It was a lot of people were saying that the characters were kind of forgettable and that the plot wasn't that great, which I don't necessarily agree with, but I could be heavily biased. Um, Vesemir looks like an absolute snack of a man. The fights were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing the Geralt Easter egg at the end was awesome. What did you think about it? I I loved it. So I I felt like obviously it's it's kind of like I don't know how to put this because like for example if if we're going if we're going based on like Tolkien right if 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 you go into the I'm thinking something to Lord of the Rings no but but what I'm saying is that like for example when you go into watching Peter Jackson's uh, adaptation of the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Like you're going from scratch, right? You like sure. if if you yeah. haven't read the books, if you haven't read the books. In this case, I was kind of like it's it's kind of weird because like I haven't read the books, but I did play the games. So like mm-hmm. I have I have uh Geralt's store and I did see the the show as well. So like I have I have some context that I'm trying mm-hmm. to like piece into this lore. So I'm like, okay, this is how the this is how the the witchers work from what I know. And then this mm. is what they're trying to bring new, and they're trying to bring new Easter eggs and provide a different context to a uh, a pre. I pretty much assumed that it was a prequel, uh, from the beginning because obviously like they would they wouldn't. Well, like, it's Vesemir. Yeah, it's young Vesemir. Yeah, they Vesemir's wouldn't. Vesemir's old as shit. Yeah, so like I I, I assumed it was a uh, it, was, it was a prequel I, as soon as I saw his uh, his name pop up, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Uh, but the 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 animation amazing. The voice acting was dope. The cast was good, yep. dope. I like the I like Theo James as uh, Vesemir. He did he did a great yeah. job. Yeah, Theo James is actually one of my favorite actors and definitely one of my favorite voice actors. Oh, nice. Um, his character in uh, Castlevania, the guy who makes the correct choice and simps over a vampire. Um, oh, it now. That's him. Um, that's him. Really? That's Theo yeah. No yeah. way. The guy with the silver hair. The um, the yeah. guy who makes all the vampires. Yeah, yeah that's Theo James. That's why he's awesome. He's awesome yeah. in that too. So yeah, I I loved that. Um, I was kind of lost a little bit with the relationship between uh, what's what's her name? Starts with a G. Starts with a G. 
uh, Gilchrist, Tetra, Gil Tetra, 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 Gilchrist, and uh -huh. the 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 elf hybrid. I was kind of like a little bit lost. Like, is, was she trying to protect the elves? Was she just trying to like help destroy the witchers? Was it just like a friend of a friend? Like the, no. the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of deal. Yeah. Uh, so Tetra, so witchers and, and witches kind of notorious they don't get along. each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so Tetra Gilchrist was actually the creator of the half. So she, um, was like the creator of, well, she didn't, she didn't create the half elf, um, half, I think it was Mahir combo that mm -hmm. was created, um, by the Witcher, but she, uh, she connected with it and used it in a ploy to destroy the witch. Okay. But that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked, I liked the, that final battle, man, that final battle, like had me had me sold like seeing all the witchers like use all their power and then just get mm -hmm. clapped at the end like, i know you them. thought a lot of them were the thing is i knew care more and falls i know care more and falls it's a large plot point in the witcher um so i was like oh i was like they're all gonna fucking die i was like vesemir's yeah. like vesemir like trained like four witchers and they're, they're, they're like the last dregs of the witchers but like watching a how many witchers there was was sick and b like yes watching them all use their their like wind ability which is I, I know igni is their fire I totally space what their wind ability is right now um but using the like use that and Vesemir leading the charge and just uh -huh. the battles themselves it was very Castlevania esque it was great and guys yeah. even if even if you're not into the Witcher uh lore wise it is a fun watch it is a very very fun watch so i highly highly recommend it cracking into it the chance quick question though yes i still haven't seen it yet guys um for those who are watching oh, but fuck. when you mentioned um vesemir's age like, how far back is this because the vesemir because i played the the witcher games but the vesemir that i know is you know old as shit and i was just like vesemir... when i saw this young person i was like this is vesemir like the same guy like he's so he's technically 70 years old in the, in the show 70 in the movie or in, in yeah the, in, in the, the movie in, in the, the movie. movie yes but he is he is he looks like 25 or tw or 30 okay uh vesemir so uh, vesemir is about um like 600 ish years old i think okay um in the games uh Geralt's Geralt's think no because Geralt's only like 200 or 300 um i don't know exactly um, he was born in the 11th century. I know that he, he, he was, cause he was there in the early constructions of Kaer Morin, uh, which was built in the 11th century. I don't remember what century Witcher three, which is the one that a lot of people talk about. I think that's 1615. I think Witcher's, I think Geralt's 300, 400 years old. I think Vesemir's like 500. So this is Sheesh. hundreds of years ago. I mean, Witchers live a long time. That's, that's what, you know, mutagenic, yeah. yep. mutagenic mages are there for. Um, but yes, it was incredible. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, guys, if you haven't seen it, uh, go watch it. And that, that is, is that all we have this week? Uh, we have a, a, a few other things. I mean, we oh, got, we, got, we had things? the oh, announcement. The Matrix. Yes. Speaking back. of old things. Speaking of old things. Yeah. The Matrix is coming back. But how? True. Here's the thing. In what capacity is the Matrix coming back? Are we getting a sequel, a prequel? What's happening? It is a sequel. Uh, it is oh, it is a great. it is a continuation. Uh, it is Keanu Reeves is coming back officially. Yes, like is. we've seen we've seen a picture of him and he looks bomb as always. Uh, the the I don't know if they're gonna bring back Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, as oh as, god, I hope so. Uh, dude, Morpheus Morpheus, Morph, Morpheus, Morpheus is, is 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 the goal. Like Morpheus is yeah. Uh, wait, it's but, Morpheus. It's not Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus. It's Morpheus. It's, I have yeah. been putting a B in there my entire life. 
Yeah, it's it's based off the the god of sleep. So he's the Greek god of it's sleep. It's not Morb. Nope. It's, it's Morph. Morpheus. In the hands of Morpheus, you go to sleep. Oh, you, you know it's so crazy. You got Morpheus. You know, uh-huh. the, in the yeah. Matrix, you That's got insane. you got Mobius from Loki, and then you yeah. got Morbius is the vampire for the upcoming. Um, um, yeah, movie for right. Sony. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why in my brain the wires. I think I've. I think I've called him Morbius my whole life, though. That's really embarrassing. Wow, everyone is probably laughing at me behind my back. So, so all we have is photos, the, then Jose, right? Yeah, all we have is photos, and then the 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 teaser ish trailer, which is, has the blue pills, uh-huh. uh, the blue and red pills, uh, and uh, he. It says that the trailer is coming on Thursday, so we're getting a full a full trailer this Thursday. I'm very excited. Uh, the, the, the stills that we got, uh, mm-hmm. looked great. So I'm excited. The guy that plays, uh, the lead in Candyman is making an appearance. He's, he's one of the main characters as well. Shit. I was going to say, yeah, he's the main character. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to so be really Keanu's cool. not the main character anymore. He's, he's a side character in the story. I do not know. I don't know. Personal. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like we we still we still know very little. All we have is yeah. stills and a teaser. Like the trailer will show us what what we're expecting. Uh but but Keanu is returning. So like that's 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 what people were like raging about. And there's a few uh raging. Th- like no, like raving about. Like gotcha, very excited. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh-huh. But we like from the trailers uh like from the t- from the stills there's this there's this really pe- peculiar image uh of of the guy from uh I, don't, I forgot his name the guy from Candyman right being yeah. being yeah. um yeah. y'all Abdul Mateen I can't say yeah. his whole name Abdul, yeah, let's call him Abdul Mateen right so th- he uh is is being generated from dust like he his his body is being generated from dust and I don't know gotcha. this this has a very Dune slash 1984 vibe to it. Like a machine is making him out of dust, which I think is like okay. okay are we getting 3D renderings of people from the Matrix now? Like it's mm. it's actually pretty pretty dope. That's kind of uh, dope. They also gave us a picture of uh, the the um, a, a box of pills, like a, a, a sorry a little yeah. a bottle of pills uh, addressed to Mr. Anderson, which is uh, Keanu Reeves. Obviously, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, it's 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 called Antol Antolof which is a play on on the study of life itself of I, I oh. think yeah so that's that's what people are gathering from that because it's a it's a it's an uh what it's not an anagram it's a euphemism or like when you mix when you mix the the prefix of a word with another word to to create something else yeah I have no idea I know yeah. what you're talking about it's a literary it's a literary is, yeah. device to kind of give us a play on the fact that the pills are meant to give us uh, the 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 definition of life I guess and then so, we do see oh. we do the last thing is the dude from Mindhunter which mm-hmm. also which also plays King George in uh the Hamilton play. Uh, gotcha. Going through the same transformation that Neo did in the beginning of Matrix One, so that's pretty cool. Not so, sure. So my thing is, do you think there's a need oh, for this? I think so. Uh, just, I so- can. I would say I can see both sides. I can see the people who want this, and I can also see the reason why some people don't. I can see both sides of this yeah. argument. Because, because my thing is, is the first obviously the first movie is incredible. Yeah. The second and the third are terrible. Yeah. Right. 
So, so we've already gotten two bad sequels to this movie. And that was, what, early 2000s? Almost 20 mm-hmm. years ago, right? Yeah. So we've already gotten two bad sequels. The story is all but wrapped up in what was a terrible way to wrap up the the, the movie. So yeah. are we re- do you think do you think we retcon two and three to move forward here? Do you think they're trying to salvage what two and three, like Matrix the Infinity, did to the storyline? Like obviously it's a really cool it's a really cool like story that they're heading in the direction of obviously. But but my thing is just I just doesn't it doesn't feel necessary to me at all. I think huh? they're just uh, they're just bringing it uh, back, like with with a hope of of restarting it, I guess, or bringing because uh-huh. like the lore is amazing. The only thing is that like they made it super convoluted and very uh, what's it called? Um, n- not fr- uh, who's the the big um, intellectual? Is was it Nietzsche? That was just like uh, very morbid. Just you're talking, yeah, Nietzsche. Nietzsche okay, yeah. yeah. So it, it was just very morbid at the end. It was just like like all life is going to be lost because I'm going to win like being yeah. the machines winning. So it just got very dark. Whereas the first movie was more of a study, a psychological study of who are we? What's our purpose in life? And then technology, what can technology bring us like moving forward? And I think that, that, that movie specifically, the first one was released at the perfect moment in time. The one thing about this is that that is really cool is that it is Lana Wachowski who's directing this one. Like it's not somebody random. It's like, one of the Wachowski siblings who who created the mm-hmm. the whole thing. So I'm excited for this because it brings more depth to a lore that I think could be explored further, especially if we get an anime. Because <laughs> you know if 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 things a do metri- if, a Matrix anime, could you imagine? I mean, we did we did get no. uh, teases of like an animated show. We did get video games, but we did we've we've, we've seen renderings Thanks. of like okay, bro the, the Matrix the Matrix anime having Mr. Smith. I mean, anime- I'm sick. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Oh. Absolutely amazing if they did that way. They could flesh out the convoluted ass plot. I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, and I, I definitely, like I said, I see both sides of the camp with this. And a part of me wants it to be kind of like a retcon sequel, but mm-hmm. there's a double edged sword with that because you can end up like the Terminator. Because some of the Terminator, some of those movies are ret- supposed to be retcons, <sighs> and oh, they no. end up making it worse. If so, you if you look at like the actual like storyline of like like the movies that come out, you're like this one is a direct sequel to this one, but this one is a prequel to this, and this one in the middle got redconned, and this one is it is it is convoluted at best. Very so, yeah, I, I, I like I said, I stand in the like I'll probably see it. I just stand in the camp of why you know just why. Yeah, I'm Very definitely true. in that same way. But you mentioned raging earlier, and there is something that people are raging about. Oh God! So, is Tim Drake fully gay now? Huh? That Tim Drake's fully gay now. He's just—he's not bi anymore. <laughs> only no, boys. But it oh, is okay, something. Cool. It is something that's kind of low good, bar, good. but it, it is getting attention. So back then, Disney did a movie called The Rocketeer, and The Rocketeer yep. is pretty much a—you could say Arab-based little hero of like the—you could say Deco Diesel Punk. For those who don't know what that is, it's like steampunk, but with diesel and instead of being more whimsical it's more you know concrete and based around the world wars and all that stuff it, it's actually pretty cool aesthetic in world building that they did so this is a character called the rocketeer and it's, it's basically like a like a very campy back in the early 40s kind of character that they made back in 1991 and it, it's a cult classic actually but yeah. in terms of box office it didn't do well enough for disney to continue it on and they actually we're going to make it a whole trilogy 
similar to Indiana Jones. Heck, they even got mm. some people who worked on Indiana Jones to work on these movies. Okay. But Disney didn't go with that, and they just kind of dropped it. However, they are bringing it back. But here's the problem that some people are unfortunately having. So they're bringing back the Rocketeer, and it's going to be a straight-to-Disney Plus movie. Okay. But it's going to be called The Return of the Rocketeer. Huh? Have they done a straight-to-Disney Plus movie yet? Like like, like one that doesn't come out to the theaters? I don't think so. No, I think this might be the kind of like the first that they do this with. Yeah, okay. But, um... So it's going to be called Return of the Rocketeer, and they're changing the main character. And he's basically the main character is passing it down to a retired Tuskegee Airman who takes on the mantle of the Rocketeer. That's now, sad. can you take a guess what people are upset about? Well, if I'm guessing Tuskegee Airmen, the exclusively only black Air Force group, um, I'm assuming. In Puerto Rican, character- actually, too. I just learned that yesterday. Interesting. I did not know that. Um, yeah, the, the storied, the storied, I guess, Puerto Rican and black Air Force group. I'm assuming the, the MC has now gone from white to black and people are upset about that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Never change, people. Absolutely. Never change. He answered a million dollar question. Some people are already upset that it's, they're doing that, um, because, um, the, the producers of it is, um, David Aluwali. I don't want to say his name. Yeah. And, um, his wife. And it is said that he might star as the um, titular hero. I think oh. the only problem I have is that I actually don't want him to do it. I want someone a little bit younger. Okay. Another Still keep him black. I still think that the yeah. retired Stinky Airman sounds amazing. Oh, but, it's a um, great storyline. Yeah. Keep him like, a, get a younger actor a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, besides that, yeah, people are up in arms. I already seen like five YouTube videos of people saying that, oh, Disney going down the woke agenda again. The Rocketeer needs to be white. (laughs) Only white people get rockets. Like, what are we doing? But I'll say this. Out of of the four videos I saw, only only one of them, I'll say this, was straightforward. (laughs) Like, oh, I don't like the fact that he's black. The rest of them beat around the bush trying to give you these garbage arguments. I'm not racist, but... Pretty much. Not my Rocketeer. Who gives a shit? It's not even like the the thing is he's passing it down, correct? Yeah. So it's it, not so even, the char- it's, here's the thing: the character does still exist. The original his name is Clifford Cliff. Yeah, I believe that's his real name. Um, but he is passing it down to yeah to a retired Tuskegee Airman, and yeah, pretty much. So, so the same the original Rocketeer still around. And here's my argument: I would say it like this: Y'all seen mm-hmm. the Zorro films? You know, Zorro throws his signature mm-hmm. with the Z. Z is for Zorro. Yeah. Yeah. So. Zorro originally was played by like kind of like a white man first or a yes, I would say a yeah. Spaniard yep. European mm-hmm. and then he passed his he passed his mantle down to a Mexican um also no not Mexican American a Mexican a person from Mexico yeah so he takes on he takes on the uh, mantle of Zorro so I looked at it like that like it's the same thing the Rocketeer is pretty much the same thing he's passing it down to somebody else to be the Rocketeer. And the part that's also funny is that it is kind of a cult classic, but let, let's be honest. Before I even said that, did y'all even know what that movie was? Did you? That's my thing. That's my thing. If you're upset about something that you didn't know what it was or didn't care about what it was because either the, the MC is now black, a woman, anything, or, or or something like that. Like, you care that Tim Drake was bi? Okay, you didn't give a shit about Tim Drake until three seconds ago. You care that the Rocketeer is black? Okay, you didn't give a shit about the Rocketeer. It's a movie from 1991 that you didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. If you care that the Rocketeer is now black, 
I hate to break it to you, but you're a fucking racist. I just, at the end of the day, I, let me get, <laughs> no, let me, straight to, let me, straight to the point. Literally black and white, literally black and white. If you care that a movie from 1991 is getting rebooted and going straight to Disney with a black character as who was once a white character, you are a fucking racist. A movie racist. that, mind you, failed, by the way. So, and here's the thing. I was yeah. actually kind of proud of Disney because, you know, Disney's been on that train of trying to bring back already well-known movies and, you know, stamp like, okay, we're going to turn it into a live action and stuff like that. And a lot mm -hmm. of people have been making the argument of like, oh, how about you guys do that with your failed movies? Like all the movies yeah. that you ever, series that you ever had, fix those. And this is one of them. They're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to finally do that. Rocketeer we're going to restart it. We're going to restart. We're going to do something different with it. I was like, okay, this is different. I've seen the Rocketeer, but I vaguely remember it. I, yeah. I don't even know yep. the character's name. Very vaguely, bro. <laughs> but I, I only liked it because I like the whole diesel deco punk thing because it is yeah. there's a lot of different punk genres that don't get talked about. And that's one that's pretty cool that only some will fall under that. You can technically say like the Incredibles actually falls under that um genre. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say so. The aesthetic and all that stuff. So I was interested in because of the aesthetic. That's the only reason I watched the film. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. And the reason I brought it up is because, like again, it was just a movie that was coming up. And of course, some people are upset because, you know, they're. You know, blackwashing, as they say. Oh, God forbid. Oh, goodness. No, not blackwashing. Whatever will we do with a black starfire. Oh, God. I'm going to I'm going to fall apart. By the way. My collapse. cousin wife. She's freaking out about this. Like, get over yourself. Who cares? Oh, no. Black representation in media. You'll live. Well, Jose. No, I was going to say that uh, there if, if people are mad about that, there's like there's a whole lot more coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Buckle up for phase four, buddy. There's yeah. an Indian superhero. An Indian Eternal. Oh, my God. I'm literally going to fall apart. Oh, they're not going to get my tickets anymore. Cool. That means everyone in the movie theater is going to be wearing a mask. And, and just yeah, like Shang-Chi, everybody thinks that movie is going to flop as well. Hey, very true. I watch the shit out of it. I'm what I realized twice. What I realized from looking at my notes, we still have a few more like pieces of news that we could cover. Uh, like speaking of the Matrix, Cristiano Ronaldo the, went to a new team. No, 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 no. All yes. movies. <laughs> the LA all, Galaxy. Yeah, not Breaking the LA Galaxy. First. Not the LA Galaxy. <laughs> but the uh, the Kingsman is also releasing on this. Ooh. We got a trailer for the Kingsman. Uh, apparently, the the villain is going to be Rasputin. So this is like the beginning. Yes, of the all that. That's yes. gonna be lit. That trailer looked dope. It's gonna release the same day as the Matrix, bro. If oh. they don't make a joke about how big his dick is, I'm walking out of the theater. I'm sorry. If we're like if we're like halfway through the movie and we haven't gotten a Rasputin had Bro, a horse cock joke, I'm leaving. If we're speaking of big dicks, it's literally yeah. the studios because they're releasing it five days after Spider Man. They're releasing oh. two movies five days after no after No Way Home. Oh no. It's the seventeenth. It's the seventeenth for Spider Man and it's oh. the twenty second oh. for both Matrix and Kingsman. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? GGs. They're GGs. That's all I'm going to say. Bro. This is the third is Kingsman so movie. That is not smart. That um, is not no. smart at all. If you're listening, bro. whoever is releasing those movies, just don't. Or just, delay them like a few weeks. Like Just, just a, few a weeks. week. No one's going to be like, oh, no, Kingsman yeah. about World World War One. Kingsman got delayed. Like, we'll, we'll all be okay. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, for the first time ever, I'm actually, I think it'll be a smart idea to delay this movie. Like, or it, bump it up. Before Spider-Man, before Spider-Man, yeah. for sure. Definitely do that. Don't try and run against what is going to be the largest cinematic event of the of, of the of year. year. That's that's a bad idea. Usually, it's okay. like, hey, don't release like in front of Titanic. You know. Do you guys follow the Lucifer 
series. The DC. My Universal girlfriend does. She loves telling it. Telling myself I'm going to watch it, but it I really haven't watched it yet. It is really good, uh, and we're getting the final season in a couple days. Uh, oh, I gotta tell her that she'll be stoked. Yeah, a tale, a tale of a show that like lived, man. Like the, the the show was picked up by Netflix at the perfect time when it was like, at, like they canceled it or like we're planning on canceling it. Netflix <laughs> picked it up super fast, and they got two more seasons. Like I, I was at season three, and they got two more seasons. I'm once this one releases, I will be binging four and five. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, the last thing and possibly the biggest piece of news uh, other than Marvel and, and a possibly bigger release, Dune is coming out next month, guys. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, I think uh, it's this month. No way. There, no way it's this month. I don't. I think I it is think this, this. I think it is, is this it month because the critic no, October, reviews already October. came out. October 22nd. October 22nd. Okay, October 22nd. Uh, damn, the, oh, wow. The, damn, they got, they, got, they got to it early, right? Yeah. yeah, they critics are. There's already a, their critic um, Ryan Tomatoes reviews uh, already. Ah, damn it! People say it's divisive. Sad. I Sad. think they should be. Here's the thing: Dude, it, they, Dude they, is say, very they still divisive. say it's good. They still say it's good. Like I saw, there's like 83, percent but they are just like there are some parts that are just like they could have done better, but it's not. It it's, is a lot better than its predecessors of Doom. Yeah, but okay. it's not. Like, oh, yeah, Doom's going to be the next Game of Thrones kind of level stuff yet. You know okay. what's weird to me is, like, most people haven't read Dune. Like, Dune is, like, your uncle's favorite book. You know, like, you're, it's like, your hard. stoner uncle's favorite book. It's just, it is world building on on extreme difficulty. It is, it is word Fact. soup. Like, every <laughs> third word. I've read the, I've read the first three books. And, and it three is every book? third. You got through the first one? There's six. Hey man, this is a whole salute to you. <laughs> okay, the first off, first off, there's six technically canon books written by the guy before he died, and then there's like twelve more written by his son. Um, oh, fuck but that. like by the third book, by uh, God King, by God King Dune, every third word is made up, and you, if you don't remember them, you're like, what the fuck am I even reading anymore? So listen, it like, has an Dune appendix, is... right? It has an appendix. Yeah. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Oh yeah. It's like I here's the thing. Books. I'll say this. I'm a person who loves world building. Anything, one of my go-to things that I watch something is how you do your world building. I love dense world building. I love One Piece. I love Game of Thrones. But Dune is something else. It I makes One Piece still look can't like, figure that shit out. Yeah. It makes One Piece look like a magical treehouse. For real. That's what, I, it what does. I'm going like, to say. It's fucking thick. So, like, compiling that into a movie is going to be very difficult. And that's why, like, everyone's like, I'm so excited. I was like, you fucking shouldn't be. You probably shouldn't be. A train wreck. I'm surprised it did Fair. that well, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like they got an incredible cast. The so thing that's going to be it great. It looks but... amazing. It, like, it does. The, the visuals look look glorious. So, I was like, bro, is this going to be, like, the next cinematic awakening? Or, like, everybody, oh, my God, the diamond in the rough. And it just, like, blows everybody the, uh, away. Here's like, here's like, Dune has been huge since the 60s when it came out. There's a reason a movie is just coming out now is what I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Like, there's a reason we waited 65. I mean, yes, there is old, other old movies that they tried. But, like, there's a reason people don't just try this on their weekends. Because because it's it's word soup and it's hard to do. So, Timothy Chalamet and, and Zendaya's faces, pretty faces, might save it. But I let's say I'm going in with with, with, with meager with meager hopes. Fair. And I know, here's the thing, and I, I won't get confused because I know the lore. <laughs> so, that's it. Shit, you guys yeah. are in God's hands. But I think that's all we got, right? I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, it's gentlemen and gentlemen. We we didn't we get news about another live action adaptation outside of cowboy 
but outside of Cowboy Bebop? I haven't heard uh, about it. I, I'm trying to think. I don't think they're... Because I read somewhere there was like plans of doing something or like a live adaptation of something. And I was like, there's no, nothing comes to mind right now. No, like, I, haven't heard anything. Anything. I can't think of anything either. Oh, we got cool. the, well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I was just going to say, what, do, what are you guys most excited for the, for this week? Let's end it on that. MHA. MHA? Really? And probably until the season okay. ends, MHA. Okay. Bet. No, Boruto. I lied. Fucking Boruto. Yeah. <laughs> Boruto is so fucking good right now. Boruto, Boruto is like like Shippuden level good right now. Like 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 pain arc level good. Boruto yeah, is hate for that one. I know. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The tides are turning for Boruto. Listen, everyone is acknowledging Boruto. I, I, we were talking about what things to cover. It's a little behind the scenes. Uh, when we, when we first got into it, we were like, oh, no, like we could talk Boruto and none of us were caught up. So I said, fuck it. And I caught up with Boruto and Boruto is really good right now. Like so good. So yes, Boruto and then MHA. Okay. And then Tokyo Revengers. And then Tokyo Revengers. Okay, and then whatever the fuck else is coming out. Yes. Fair. I'll fair. definitely say on Tokyo Revengers. The what if zombie episode? I wanted to see how they're going to do it because I never really thought that this was ever going to happen. I thought it was going to be like yeah. in the door, like, huh, we're never going to be bold enough to do this. Mm-hmm. But um, that's and yeah, imitate. Also, okay, Rip Baji. That's what I'm going to say. That's my closing statement. Rip Baji. Fair. He was the first commandment, first, first, um, first division commander. Baji, rest in peace. I love you. Uh, okay, that's all I got, ladies and gentlemen. I have been Nick C Comedy on TikTok, NC Hammer Twenty Three on Twitch, and YouTube. Putting out more videos there, getting into more vloggy stuff. That's right. I have time on my hands, ladies and gentlemen. So you're gonna get to see a lot more of my face, Jose. What's going on with you, buddy? Time is a resource that I still don't have, but <laughs> I wanted to take the time to offer a big congratulations to our main man Nick for hitting twenty thousand big. 20k followers so on twitch what i do well yeah I, I agree man i agree man that's a huge accomplishment thank we've, you we've we've seen you awesome. through also a big props to all three of us we're almost at 25 episodes man i think this is not this is 24 is this, not this is 24 i think two more makes half a year bro 26 is half of 52 holy sh- bro we're about to go dude i i like this i like this hey hey six hey. months patreon starting soon wink wink question mark it's not a bad idea it's actually a pretty good idea. So, hey, you had, heard, it here, <laughs> heard it here yeah. first. Heard it here first. I was going to say, your boy is Tropical Joe. Uh, yes. TikTok doesn't like me, but you can find me there. I'm Tropical Joe, as well as the pl- platform that do likes me or that you guys like us. Instagram. That's where I will be putting the stories where you can vote for which are the best Super, uh, not superhero movies. The best martial arts, martial movies. arts movies. We got Free, uh, Fearless. Own, right? We got Ip Man. And then we have Enter the Freaking Dragon. So the podcast will probably come up tomorrow, just yep. like our What If episode will come out. And you can find it there. I'm Tropical Joe. And then The Tropical Joe for uh, my Twitter. Big news, just for me on my end. I will be going back to streaming on YouTube. I what? have made it's. I have made a big decision based Flip on flopping harder than Obito. Over I know, here. I know, I know. I I I took some time to think about it and just had a for the first time I've had an audience that like actually responds to 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 what I what what I ask and 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 the overwhelming majority of people on my Instagram and my TikTok said they would prefer to see me on YouTube and I was like hmm, maybe I'll give it a shot again. So hey. Right. Try, say, we're tell tr- Tim the Tapman I say hi. We'll, we'll, we're trying it until it sticks. So that is me. But last, 
but certainly not least, our man Mizu. Coming off a tough week. Give us something to smile about, baby. All right. So you can catch me on Mizu Shogun on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, like Jose, I plan on dedicating some time to like reinventing my YouTube. I'm putting some money and a lot of stuff like cameras and all Let's that go. kind of stuff to get a YouTube channel started. And I'm going to talk about all kinds of things, you know, with anime, explain certain things. Um, especially one of the things I'm going to be start talking about is like the intense, in-depth lore there is to like Black Panther, Shang-Chi and all that jazz. So if you guys want to see that kind of stuff, it is still in the works. It don't, it's not going to be around the corner. It's not going to be like right there, but it is a work in progress. Mm -hmm. And I've been more active on my Instagram as well. So definitely see me there as well. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking in for another week of the Weave Weekly. We have loved having you here, and we're going to go ahead and give the outro. Thank you so much for listening to the Weave Weekly podcast. If you haven't already, download and give the podcast a five-star review. If you don't, advertisers will treat us like Naruto before he saved the village. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.